1: With over $500,000 in contest prize money up for grabs, the NFL
2: is back in action, and so is winning season at MyBookie. Head to MyBookie.ag to choose from a variety of boosts and free bets and get in on the fan-favorite $100,000 Super Contest, which only costs $10 to enter. Pick five games against a spread each week. Each win earns you a point, and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. In order to get started, make your first deposit over at MyBookie.ag. Use our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to instantly receive double your deposit. That's right. Double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.
0: Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey,
2: everybody. Arch here, and it is Thursday
1: night, which can
2: only mean we're talking college football with the Sex Panther. What's going on, Panther?
1: Still trying to chase down. I, I feel like I'm kind of like the Green Bay Packers in the sense. I'm trying to chase down the ass whooping I took in week one. I'm tra- I'm treading water. I'm doing better. I just can't seem to get out of the way of how bad week one was. But, um, you know, we got Pittsburgh Steelers over here. Zebra, who got his week one win and now he looks like the Steelers the rest of the way. And, and and here's the here's the thing. Just we're getting ready for this podcast. We've we've been talking a little bit more back and forth and prep. And then we get cursed. I think curse is the best word I can come up with. It's freaking front and back photographs of the chubby zebra on the damn field.
0: <laughs> I I told the photographer to get my best side and and luckily he got he got the front ones. Most of them were from the rear.
2: I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah, I wasn't.
1: <laughs> he, he was searching all over trying to find what side you were talking about.
2: <laughs> you guys are just making me want to have like bleach, just pour bleach in my brain right now. <laughs> Panther talking about birthday surprises and seeing zebras' ass. It's too much. It's too
1: much. All yeah. Right. Well it's it's, here's the thing you're very good at this arch you've got zebra and panther going back and forth when both of us are really chasing you you're the one that's been red hot let's see here
2: ats panther went five and four zebra two and three and i went seven and three last week
0: so hey two and three was an improvement for me i'm I'm good with that (laughs) zebra the totals bit you last week are you but i think you're going to be a little more aggressive on totals right We are playing more totals this week than we have maybe the first three weeks combined. Ooh!
2: All right, man. We got a lot of games. Kind of a weird weekend, too. But let's let's get to it. We'll probably talk about it as we go. Sex Panther, you sent me your list. We're looking at Stanford going to Arizona State. Arizona State at home is minus 13. Stanford on the road is plus 13 and a half.
1: I'm really shocked at this line when you consider that Stanford, uh, you know, knocked Oregon out of the ranks of the unbeatens. They've actually played really well, even in their losses. They've been really competitive. Um, You know, it's it's one of those teams that has a hard time getting elite talent, uh, but they, they get the best out of the talent that they have there preseason love. They have fallen early. I even liked them. I think earlier this year was it again. It was either against Boise or BYU. They fell on their face. Uh, I think Arizona state does win this game, but I think 13 and a half is way too many points. I'm going to jump on the Cardinal and I'll take those 13 and a half. And uh, following zebra if you will i've got two totals in in my action this is one of them i like the over 51 and a half we're gonna up the ante and drop 50 bucks on the stanford cardinal and the over over 51 oh it even went down that's kind yeah. of surprising yeah.
0: I I can't argue with you on on either one of those plays. The line does seem like it's a little bit inflated. Arizona State has kind of found their groove the last couple weeks with 22-point wins versus Colorado and a 19-point win at UCLA. But Stanford is – you know, the only thing I could see happening is potentially a letdown after the Oregon game. But you got to figure those kids are riding sky high that I, I like your place. I'll, I'll lean with you on both, but I'm not going to play them.
2: Same boat. I'm going to lean with you on both. I, I'm right there. I'm just right there, but I can't do it. So I'll lean Stanford with you. Now, you are aware that Stanford is a road underdog, Sex Panther.
1: I've got a few plus lines in
2: here. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see what you got next. Oklahoma, Texas. Sooners on the road, minus three, Oklahoma, or excuse me, Texas at home, plus three and a half.
1: Well, technically it's a neutral site game. They play this game. I I think it's still at the Cotton Bowl, but um, yeah, Red River rivalry going on here. I got to tell you, Oklahoma every single year gets this lofty top five ranking. They're still ranked really high. They're undefeated, but I don't like this team. I think they've been fortunate. They've been lucky. I I don't trust Spencer Rattler. I don't trust his offense. almost don't trust his defense. Likewise, Texas is still trying to find their groove under Steve Sarkisian, but they had, uh, what, a 70-point outburst. They've played, I think, slightly better competition than Oklahoma. I I don't really, I'm not in love with this game, but I hate Oklahoma so much that I'm going to (laughs) take, I'm going to take Texas plus the three and a half. And again, this is the only other game that I have a total had at 63 and a half. This big, this is classic big 12. Neither one of these teams play defense. It's going over by a lot.
0: You know, I'm disappointed in you Panther with your political correctness, the red river river rivalry. This is, it always will be the Red River Shootout. So get that political BS out of here. We don't <laughs> need it. Now, in terms of the game, I I was wanting to play this one. I, I'm going to watch this one. I always do. I like this game. I've been leaning both ways, and I, I can't come up with a play. I I was on Texas all week, and but for some reason, I feel this is the game that Oklahoma is going to break out of their shell oh I, I i'm gonna watch but i'm not gonna play okay I'm, I'm gonna lean the over
2: with you and i'm gonna lean oklahoma in this one i do think they win by just like th- three and some change yeah, i know you. obviously you can't but i've got to win away three and change i like the overplay too this should be about a 66 point game 67 in that range but i'm not betting yeah, the I totals
0: pro-
1: probably in the 70s or 80s i'll tell you this is this is everything about oklahoma because if they lose this game the cincinnati bearcats can damn near run the table and cash their ticket to the playoffs and probably have three other sec teams in there everybody else is out
2: yeah that's true all right next up maryland ohio state uh maryland plus 21 ohio state minus 21
1: yeah, I think we're starting to see the Ohio State that we expected. Uh, Stroud's been putting up huge numbers, but I think the thing we want to focus on on the Buckeyes here is that their defense is playing much better than they did uh, the first couple games of the season. Basically, what that came down to was they yanked the defensive responsibilities from their defensive coordinator. I think it's their linebackers coach or somebody's calling the shots now. But um, you know, Maryland has played decent, but they are not in the class of Ohio State. Much like I jumped on Ohio State and that line last week. I'm doing it again this week. That's not enough points. Ohio State wins this thing by five touchdowns. 50 bucks on the Buckeyes. All
0: right. I like where you're going with that. Maryland, you know, got off to that 4-0 start by playing West Virginia, then three nobodies. They might not win another game all year. They got Ohio State at Minnesota, Indiana, Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan, and then Rutgers on the road. That might be it. I mean, I've got Maryland under five and a half for the season. I don't have a much wiggle room here, but I don't see many more wins from them. I like your play there. I lean Ohio State. Good luck. Yeah, I'm
2: leaning Ohio State too. I've got the winning probably about twenty one 22, 23 in, in that range. I'd like a little bit more. I'm not getting it. So, a lean for me on Ohio State. I know I'm greedy. Uh Georgia next up, Panthers' new favorite team. Georgia is on the road, minus 15 and a half at Auburn. Auburn is plus fifteen and a half.
1: Well, look, I think Zebra said it last week. We've all been thinking it, and you might as well just come right and say it and admit it. The Georgia Bulldogs are the best team in the country. I actually don't think it's even close. You know, I get Alabama's history and what they're doing this year, but this Bulldog team, save for that offensive struggle against Clemson, is absolutely rolling. Uh, I'm not sure what to expect from Auburn. Auburn went up to Penn State and played the Nittany Lions tough. Then they came home and struggled with Georgia State. Uh, you know, maybe that was just a letdown game after you know, the Penn state game, but this one, if that was a letdown game, this is going to be a damn embarrassment. George, this is not even close to enough points. I think the bulldogs roll their defense is easily the best in the country. 15 and a half isn't even close. I'm putting 50 bucks on those bulldogs.
0: Georgia, by all means, has the best defense in the country. That offense, though, scares me. Yeah, they put 37 points on the board against Arkansas last week, but their quarterback threw for 72. They, they rushed for 273, which is a huge number. But if they find somebody that's going to be able to stop the run, and I'm not sure Auburn can, their offense might be the – what ultimately the death of them at least alabama can put up points so i'm really looking forward to alabama georgia when that game does indeed play i i i took my lickens last week going against georgia you're not going to find me doing it again doesn't mean i'm going to take them but i'm not going to play against them so I would lean Georgia in this play, and I'm going to keep leaning Georgia until they prove me wrong. Yeah, I
2: wanted a reason to bet Auburn, and I could not find it. I'm not going to bet Georgia. I can't bet Auburn. <laughs> I'll lean Georgia with you, I guess, Panther. Um, and I think this probably goes over the 46-and-a-half.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Georgia's, Georgia barely gives up 10 points to anybody. It's, if, if it's going over that, Auburn's going to have to come with two-and-a-half two touchdowns or something. I don't see it.
2: All right. Next up, one of the biggest line shifts you've got on your card. Boise State is playing BYU. Uh, BYU opened up minus three; they're minus six now.
1: Oh my gosh! Even moved since I wrote this thing down. Uh, I think we have to come to the reality that this BYU team is a damn good team. Um, Wasn't sure where I stood on them. You know, they they had to replace Zach Wilson, who went to the NFL, and they're just clicking without missing a beat. Boise State opened the season um, with that. Kind of stole a loss out of the jaws of victory against Central Florida in Week One, and they just really haven't found their groove of uh, the the rest of the way. I'm really having to buy into this BYU team. I think it's a really good team at home. Much would have much rather had it at three points, but I still think they can cover the six. I'll lay the fifty bucks and the six points on the Cougars. I think BYU might be
0: the team that keeps Cincinnati out of the playoff. If BYU runs the table, Cincinnati runs the table, it's not even going to be close in terms of who who the committee takes to to the to the playoffs. I mean, yeah, BYU's ranked below Cincinnati right now, but that doesn't mean anything. BYU will have much better wins than Cincinnati has if they run the table. This line is all over the place. It's like like Arge said it went up to 6, it dropped to 5 earlier today. Mm, now it's mm. back up to 6. I don't know. There's something going on here. I don't know what the betters see, but the pros know something on this game, and I think it's lost all its value for me. If, if I could have got it at three, I'd I'd do it, but but I'll stay off the six.
2: Same boat. It seems like an over oversteer. It, it going from three to six seems like an oversteer. Seems like a Boise play. I don't like it though because Zebra's right. It went down to five, and then right back up to six. So apparently they they were jumping all over it still. I'll lean BYU here and just admit I don't know anything about this game at all. All right. Unironically, this might be the game of the weekend because this is the one we've talked about the most pre-show. Connecticut is going to Massachusetts. UConn on the road, minus three and a half, Sex Panther.
1: Yeah, brought to you, sponsored to you by uh, 2,000 Flushes. We've got the toilet bowl right here <laughs> between two two of the worst teams in the country. Not just this year, but it's it's been uh, several years. Um, you know, you guys kind of – I wasn't on this game, but you two kept talking about I'm going to look at this game, and I'm like, I have no idea what kind of drugs you two are on. But I looked at this game, and I know I, I got a feeling – I guess I don't know, but I got a feeling you both are on – Massachusetts and I cannot find a reason why this is a team UConn didn't play last year. They didn't play at all. 2020 was a COVID wipeout. UMass played four games and managed 12 points total in those four games. They got shut out twice. These two teams give up points in droves against better competition, mind you. Uh, This could be an offensive shootout with these these two juggernauts. Um, But against better teams, they struggle. I just don't like this UMass team. So I'm going to take what I feel like is the better team. My road favorite is what I like to do. I'll lay those three-and-a-half points and take the Huskies. All right. You know, this game
0: opened as a pick, and now it's up to Connecticut minus three-and-a-half. Connecticut has been playing much better since I kind of lambasted them a couple weeks ago. You know, they had a two-point loss to Wyoming and then a two-point loss at Vanderbilt. Not the best of competitions, but Connecticut losing by two is, I guess, a moral victory. <laughs> UMass' closest game this year has been 14 versus Eastern Michigan. These teams are combined 0-11. Someone's going to get their only win of the season. Connecticut is 1-20 against the spread in their last 21 as a favorite, and they've failed to cover those games by an average of 11.3 points per game. <laughs> However, their win was against UMass two years ago as a 95 nine and a half point favorite. I have no reason to believe that UMass can win this game. However, for some reason, I'm taking them plus the three and a half. Oh, man, you're getting me worried. I thought you were going to be on the wrong side. Zebra, what's your bet size here? I'm going, I'm staying with the 20. I should probably go down to two, but (laughs) I'll, I'll stay with 20.
2: Yeah, man, Massachusetts, I ran the numbers and it blew my mind, blew my mind. Massachusetts wins this game. Massachusetts covers this game. Take them in the money line, take them with the spread. I don't care. I'm grabbing a piece of the points. 50 bucks on the one in five Massachusetts Minutemen when we talk next week.
1: Uh, We don't talk about previous weeks, but uh, we're marking this game. We're talking about this game next week.
2: I can't. We've already spent more time than anybody should on this game. (laughs) Next up, we got uh, UTSA University of Texas San Antonio Western Kentucky. Uh, best line I can find is UTSA plus three and a half.
1: Yeah, this this is. I saw this one on Monday. I kind of scrolled through the uh, college football plays, and I, I looked at this one, and I'm thinking why I'm, I'm just scratching my head you got an undefeated san antonio team who's played markedly better competition than western kentucky apologies to the hoosiers um but they played better competition than western western kentucky the, the record is bad their stats are bad this stinks to high heaven i have no idea why the line what it is i've talked to arch about this a couple different times i'm vegas doesn't give gifts so it's either a trap or a gift i'm going to take the gift i'm not i don't want the three and a half utsa on a money line plus 145 50 bucks you
0: know western kentucky is 4-0 to the over this season um, by 14.3 points per game they scored 31 versus iu Followed it up with 30 against, followed it up also with 31 against Michigan State. And they had 35 uh, prior to that versus the ball controlled army. They give up points in bunches 38, 33, and 48 in their last three games. Last week, UTSA. You know, was beaten or had beat UNLV 24-17 in a somewhat low-scoring game. But I'm all over the over in this game. I think there's going to be a ton of points. And if I knew what the hell Stadium Network was, I'd tune into this game Saturday (laughs) at 7 o'clock, but I've never heard of it. Don't find it on my cable and don't know where to watch. But I'm going over 70 points in this game for one unit.
2: Gotcha. 20 bucks everything you said is right panther i can't make heads or tails of this utsa should win the game it'll be close but i you know it's going to make your asshole pucker but i do think utsa should win so i think you'll cash that money line i want the points i want the three and a half points because it does look to be kind of close i'm going to take uh three and a half plus three and a half utsa 50 bucks and i found you a money line in indiana plus 150 nice an there extra five dollars there you yeah right you can catch it uh next up we got alabama playing texas a and m um let's see here the best line i could find for bama was minus 17 and a half. the best line for texas was plus 18.
1: yeah this falls under the georgia category of of they're just they're just dominating their opposition i know that florida played them tough that's the only team that's played them tough I'm taking – here's what I'm thinking. All right, everybody made a big deal about Arkansas beating the three Texas teams. But let's talk about Texas A&M. What have we seen out of this Jimbo Fisher team that actually says they're a good team? I haven't seen anything. They went into Denver and played the Colorado Buffaloes and, and squeaked by a bad Colorado team. I don't like this Aggie team. I think they actually get run out of their own damn stadium. I'm putting 50 bucks on the Crimson Tide i am
0: extremely disappointed this, this game was supposed to be a must watch wasn't texas a&m rated ranked like top five in the country to start pre-season the
1: five preseason five yeah we
0: were on them you know as a potential sleeper for a national championship because you know they get alabama at home and yet they're going to be three and three when this game ends with you know an under 500 Possibility when it's all said and done. I, I don't know what happened. I don't know where the, the the rankings went wrong, but Texas A&M is a train wreck. I can't blame you for laying all those points on the road. I personally don't do it, but if I were to make a play, that would definitely be it. So I lean Alabama in this one.
2: Leaning Alabama here too. Just, just like a, a touch too many points, I fear, 17 and a half. So just a lean for me.
1: All right, next up, we got Memphis and Tulsa.
2: Let's see here. Tulsa at home, minus three and a half.
1: Yeah, I'm going to put this game in the same category as that San Antonio, Western Kentucky game. I have no idea what's going on. Tulsa's not a very good team. They haven't been scoring a lot of points. They've actually gotten ran out of their own stadium a couple times memphis is a decently competitive team i think memphis is the better team and they're catching three and a half it's again like that other game i feel like this is either a trap or a gift i'm going to take the gift uh this time i will take the three and a half points but i'm going to put 50 bucks on the memphis tigers I
0: mean we talk traps. I think if this thing was a trap you'd you'd see Memphis favored by one or two or less than a field goal trying to get you to take them. This, this line's telling me to take Tulsa. I'm not going to do it, but I, I'm with you. I have no idea why they'd be favored. I don't know if there's an injury. I didn't look into it enough, but I actually lean Tulsa for no reason other than a goofy line. <laughs> I'm going to lean Memphis with you,
2: Panther. I don't have a play in this one. I, 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 I do have Memphis winning a, a good portion of these games, but I'm, I'm not enough confidence to bet it. So just a lean here on that
1: one. Oh, well, that takes care of my play. So let's see what Zebra's got.
2: Oh, Zebra's <laughs> bringing us a premier matchup. First up, oh. Akron versus Bowling Green.
0: I think we talked about this game earlier in the season, and Panther was potentially going to attend it on what I believe will be his fiftieth birthday. Mm. What a present that would be! <laughs> you know, one <laughs> and four Akron goes to two and three Bowling Green, and and besides the win versus Bryant, Akron hasn't kept a game within seventeen points all season. Bowling Green they had a letdown last week versus Kent after their big win at Minnesota and they have a tested defense having played Texas A&M, Iowa, Maryland. Not the not the greatest of offenses but at least big boy football. Bowling Green is 5 and 0 to the under this year by a 13 and a half points and 5 and 0 against the spread. This game's going to have very few spectators and very few points. I'm taking Bowling Green, laying the two touchdowns, and going under the total. Give me both of those for one unit.
1: Yeah, it's nice to see you come to the good side because I think uh, there was that game Ak- uh, Akron against uh, was a Temple, and you both went against me when I took Temple. Akron's trash. It's a horrible team. They've been in the bottom five pretty much all season. Uh, I don't think much of Bowling Green, but their stats and their wins have been significantly more impressive. Um, you know if i didn't have my daughter this weekend i was like chubby zebra let's go to bowling green on saturday because <laughs> uh, it, it, it's like a ticket that's not going to be hard to get uh i'll give you some moral support but this you already conned me into that damn uconn umass game you're not getting me into another shit show <laughs> i'll lean
2: bowling green i'm gonna lean akron with the points but i'm not i'm not making a play in this game i am not crazy about this matchup at all i've got it all over the place so just lean akron and forget about this game entirely Next up, we got Buffalo Kent State.
0: Kent State minus six. You know, another max shit show for this week. Um, Buffalo's not the offense, the offensive machine they have been the past few years. They've scored twenty five or less points in games. They have games they've played other than versus Wagner and Old Dominion outside of the vmi game kent state has only been over 17 points one time kent is 5 and 0 to the under by almost 13 points this total set at 65 i'm going under that number in the buffalo kent state game
1: gotcha and that's Not a game that I'd really looked at my, you know, Buffalo historically has actually been a pretty good team, but when the season started, I know they had some injuries. They had some uh, COVID situations with their coaches. I think they missed like 11 coaches in one of their games. So it's one of those things where I I don't even know who's on the sidelines. I don't know the health of of this Buffalo team, but um, they're clearly the better team. Um, But like I said, I didn't really research this game because I wasn't on it. So I'll just give Chubby Zebra some moral support on his underplay.
2: Yeah, I'll lean with you on the under. I'm not betting totals this season, I don't think. Maybe maybe later on, perhaps. Uh, but I'm laying off them for the most part. So, moral support, Zebra. Thank you. No problem. Michigan, Nebraska. This is another line that's pissing Panther off, Zebra.
0: I, I'm i with him. I don't get this number at all. I mean, Michigan has looked like a – I mean, they're in a top 10 team right now, at least if you go by the rankings. They haven't been that impressive in their wins. Nebraska, on the other hand, I know we all hate Nebraska and, and talk smack about them, seems like every week, but since that week zero loss to Illinois, Nebraska's 5-0 and oh against the number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and not only they're 5-0 and oh against the number, they're doing it by two touchdowns. For no reason other than that, and the fact that it's a smelly line, I'm taking the home underdog, give me the Nebraska plus the three and a half.
1: Uh, You two clowns saying the M word is enough to raise my blood pressure. Can we please stop that? Like there's a, there's, there's, there's protocol here. And saying the M word is one of those things we just don't say on the show. You can cuss all you want. Just stop saying that damn word. I don't get this line. I get, you know, the Wolverines are the best team in the Mac. They beat the shit out of the Mac and we see how great the Mac is. Zebra's betting all those games. Nebraska is probably slightly better than the Mac. Maybe that's why this line is what it is. I don't know, but it's the horrors of Ann Arbor. I'll take every opportunity to fade them. I'll lean the Huskers, but I hate this game.
2: Yeah, it's telling me to take the fighting Harbaugh's in this, and I'm not going to because this smells. This seems off. So I'm just going to recuse myself from this game because I don't want to get burned when Nebraska wins outright. Something is so wrong with this. All right, next up, we've got uh, North Texas going to Missouri. Uh, Mizzou, who's laying off coaches, is uh, minus nineteen.
0: Uh, you know, the, I don't know what's going on there. Mean Green come to town. North Texas is four and zero to the under this year by almost twenty points. Mm. Missouri is zero and five against the spread by eleven point three points. Obviously, Missouri is going to be happy to see an S- a non-SEC opponent showing up in Columbia, having lost three of their last four games to Kentucky, Boston College, and blown out by Tennessee. Missouri's gonna get the win, but I don't think they're gonna get the cover. Just I think they're gonna be zero six against the spread this week. I'm I'm going twofold on this game again. I'm gonna take North Texas plus the 19, and I'm gonna ride that North Texas under trend and take under 69. So give me North Texas plus 19 and North Texas under the 69 points in this game. Zebra, I was able to dig you up a 70 to go. Under. I'll take it.
1: I and I, I can't blame you. When the season started, I thought Missouri, you know, eight and four, maybe even nine and three, if the stars align. But I don't know what happened with this team. It's not the same team that that was pretty good last year during the COVID season, the the fake season, fake as March likes season. to call it. Yeah, th- this this Tiger team is not what I expected, and given how they produced basically since week one, uh, I can't blame you at all. I don't know enough about the Mean Green to jump on board. I'll trust your stats, and I'll give you some moral support.
2: Yeah, I'm going to lean with you because it's Mizzou, but who knows? Maybe the coaches are motivated to actually you know, get their players to perform this week now that people are getting laid off. All right. Next up, we got New Mexico State and San Diego State. Uh, Nineteen and a half is your spread. Well, this is this is New Mexico.
0: Not oh, much. Shit. Maybe slightly better than New Mexico State, but still a turd. This number is is. Keeps creeping up, but New Mexico's 0-5 against the number by more than 10 points. San Diego State, they found their offensive groove getting 38, 33, and 48 against some decent competition this year. New Mexico has been blown out by teams They're getting beat by 34 by Texas A&M and 28 by Air Force. I see that trend continuing. I'll take San Diego State and lay that monster number for one unit.
1: You know he's starting to follow Panthers' trend here of just fading teams that suck. Is Bob Davie still in New Mexico? Is that where he was? I, I
0: think he coaches. I think he's like coaches one week, takes a week sabbatical, then he coaches a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, I believe he is.
1: Yeah, like you get you get what you pay for. Like we we had way too many years in Notre Dame with Bob Davie. You guys can have him, and you see why. Um, yeah, like this is a team that have they won a game they could go oh and 12 i don't know if they've won a game but san diego state you know they've got a history of coming up with some decent players playing some good games they've had some battles with the likes of you know fresno state and and some of them other uh, midwest or mountain west or uh those those teams out there but they're night and day better than this new mexico team they're just garbage i didn't look at this game but it's new mexico so uh, yeah more and more support from zebra
0: now the lobos have won a couple this year they started out the season with a 10 point win over Houston Baptist, and then they, got a, <laughs> then they got a nine point drubbing of their rival New Mexico State. So, yeah, I mean, the Lobos have tasted victory a couple times, but since then it's been nothing but disaster, including a loss to UTEP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna lean with you, it
2: just seems like a touch too many points. That 19 and a half that's it's a big hurdle, I can't quite get there. So, but I'm, I'm leaning with you, I mean, I, I, San Diego State's gonna win just by how many points. All right, last game on the zebra docket. Utah, USC, USC at home, minus three.
0: And I went, I looked at this game and I and I originally leaned Utah. Then I went to USC. Then I flipped back to Utah because neither team gives you anything to really grab a hold of, other than the fact that Utah is 0-4 against the number by nine points this year. USC cannot afford another Pac-12 loss. Believe it or not, with two losses in the Pac-12, they still got a shot at winning the South. Utah has never won in the Coliseum. They are 0-8, make it 0-9 after this week. USC finds a way to win this game by a touchdown. I'll take USC and lay the field goal.
1: Yeah, I hated this game because I went and looked at it and I tried to find something to grab onto. Utah can't win on the road. USC can't win at home. So something's got to give. Um, if Utah actually loses on the road, then, you know, USC finally gets a victory at home. Uh, I don't I don't like this game. I think USC is the better team, but they still have all the, the coaching questions and uh, I don't know if they can run the ball. Slovis has been slinging it all over the place. I just... I don't like this game, so uh, I'll lean USC, but I hate this game.
2: I'm leaning as hard as humanly possible without betting a line. I like USC an awful lot. I desperately wish this was two and a half. If it was two and a half, I'd be all over it. Three, it's got me just a little bit concerned. So I'm leaning everything I've got. I almost bet it. I even typed in I was betting it while you were talking, Zebra, and then I deleted it. Uh, Lean for me on USC. I think you're right, though. All right. sound on to my list. First up, I'm looking at South Carolina and Tennessee. South Carolina on the road is plus 10 and a half, and I think that's the number. I like South Carolina not to win, but definitely to cover. So give me 50 bucks on the Gamecocks plus 10 and
1: a half. I think South Carolina might have replaced Vanderbilt as the shit show in the SEC. We'll get to them in a minute.
2: We'll get to them in a minute. (laughs)
1: I didn't. I didn't even know that was covered. But yeah, the South the Gamecocks are horrible, and they've been on a downward trend for the last several years. Um, Tennessee, with Josh Heupel at the helm, is is trying to resurrect, you know, a, a good program uh, back in the Fulmer days and the Manning days. Um, he's got some work ahead of him, but I think he can take care of this South Carolina team. I'll lean Tennessee, but it's generally a no play for me. You know. South Carolina
0: used to be a good program, used to be a fun program to watch, great game day atmosphere. But the but what killed South Carolina is the same thing that took Florida down for a while was Will Muschamp. I don't know how that guy keeps getting jobs. I mean, I I don't think he's I think he's done getting head coaching jobs right now, but South Carolina will be back. It's a great facility. Great campus, great atmosphere, but it's gonna take them a while. I'm I, I, I can't touch this game, but don't don't bag on my cocks.
1: <laughs> the sexy to get to use that. Yeah, I'm,
2: maybe I'll have to send it to him. I'm just gonna let it sit there. <laughs> oh, yeah, Will Muschamp's not very good, but you know, he had a slight only a slightly worse record than Lou Holtz at South Carolina, so who knows? Next up, I had to take that shot. We're going Vanderbilt's going to Florida. I get burned a lot by doing this, but and I'll never learn my lesson. You give me a monster line, I'll probably end up taking the underdog with a monster line, hoping for a backdoor cover. Give me the Vanderbilt Commodores plus 39.50 bucks.
1: You know, I questioned that line that Florida had against Kentucky and Vegas was trying to tell us something and clearly there was something there. Uh, now you turn to a week later and you look at Vanderbilt taking on the Gators and Vegas is trying to tell you something. Don't take Vanderbilt. I, I, it's probably a blowout. It, it could be 35. It could be 42. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I I don't like the Commodores, but I don't really trust the Gators here. So I'm going to lean Florida only because the line is that big, but I hate this game.
0: You know, Florida only beat Florida Atlantic by 21. They only beat South Florida by 22. Vanderbilt is coming off a – emotional two-point victory over UConn last week. These kids got to be fired up, headed down to the swamp. I'm leaning with you there, Arch. I Mm. I would lean taking the points in this. I don't think Florida can get there. I don't even know if Florida will score 40 in this game.
2: Oh, I like that. All right, next up, Georgia Tech is going to Duke. I've got Duke at home plus four and a half, and that's what I'm grabbing, man. Uh, I think the Blue Devils can keep it really, really close. Not quite a win, but really close. So give me Duke plus four and a half, fifty 50 bucks.
1: Uh, you know, a game I really didn't look at. I think when you talk about Georgia Tech, you always have to go look at their opponent's defense and how they – generally handle a rushing attack the rambling wreck are just like the military schools they come out there with their wishbone and triple option and that kind of thing so um you know the georgia tech is a very difficult team to game plan for because of that but uh, i've liked duke for a long time they just really haven't been able to get over that hump of you know getting better players being you know the academically good school that it is they sometimes just don't get the elite players but i've liked what they've had going on there for a while i think they probably are the play here i'll lean them but i was off this game
0: you know i think in a game like this both quarterbacks call out cadences of their offensive lines sat scores 1550 <laughs> 1600 1410 this is a, this game would be a great academic bull but a shitty football game i'm passing
2: passing all right Wisconsin is knocking on your neighbor, Illinois, over here. Uh, Wisconsin on the road is minus 11. And I think that's
1: one point too many.
2: <laughs> Give me the Illinois Fighting Illini plus 11 at home. 50 bucks.
1: I think it moved that way because I think it was 10. So yep. eight, and a half, no, eight and a
2: half, dude. Eight and a half is where it opened. Oversteer, big oversteer.
1: Big overseer. You know, we talked about this game a little bit a couple days ago as well. I I hate Wisconsin. I I mean, this team looks like absolute garbage. Graham Mertz does not look like a legitimate college quarterback, and he was one of the more highly sought-after quarterbacks uh, recruited a couple years ago. Uh, this, This Wisconsin offense just does not impress me one bit. But Illinois, you know, after that opening week win against Oregon State, Really, it's been garbage. Like, there's a lot of work to be done at Illinois, and uh, I don't know how many more wins they're going to get this season. I don't think this is one of them. I will lean Wisconsin, but I actually hate both these teams.
0: You know, Wisconsin's one and three on the on the season, and that one win was Eastern Michigan that they beat thirty four to seven, and their three losses against Big Boy football, which I mean, Power Five or major independent teams, Penn State, Notre Dame, and Michigan. They've averaged 13.3 points per game. Illinois kicks a field goal in this game. You've got the cover. Take the 11.
2: <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, one more game for me, and I am going to I'm, – I'm just getting into the Sex Panther mindset here. SMU is going to Navy. I get the better team, only minus 13 and a half on the road. I'm going to take SMU, a road favorite, Fifty bucks.
1: And SMU's actually been playing pretty well the last, what, two, three years. Uh, we've talked about Navy and how bad they were to start the season. This team could not get out of their own way, but they've actually played better the last couple weeks. Um it's probably a little light on the points, but I don't think it's terrible. But I'm still gonna side with you. I think SMU is the play, so we'll lean on the Mustangs, but uh, no play for me.
0: I'm actually going to lean the other way. I think Navy's figured it out a little bit, at least offensively, putting up 20 against Houston and 34 last week against UCF and a win. I think it's too many points. Um, SMU is going to win the game, but SMU and Navy, I'll I'll lean the Navy.
2: Weren't you the guy just two weeks ago saying if if the United States gets invaded, it's going to be by sea because of how bad Navy look?
0: Absolutely. And you know what? They, they've they quite, It quite. might still happen uh, because no one wants to go after our Air Force or our Army right now. I would definitely attack by sea, but I think our, our commander of uh, the, uh, the Navy has kind of figured things out a little bit and, and play a little bit better. So I'll lean Navy, but no no play for me. Okay. Okay.
2: Time for the grand finale. I'm actually curious to see how he plays this. Notre Dame is on the road to Virginia Tech. Uh, Notre Dame is plus one. Virginia Tech is a pick.
1: You know, when the season started, one of the if Notre Dame fans and college football fans, if you pay attention to the the major players, I guess, one of the big questions was, what is the deal with the Notre Dame quarterback situation? What to expect out of Jake Cowan? Um, the guy's been efficient. He's been good enough. But I think we've seen enough of Drew Pine out, you know, replacing Cohen. He, Cohen got benched at halftime last week. Pine came in and, and energized that team. And with the loss to the Bearcats, much-deserved loss to the Bearcats, I will tip my hat to that Cincinnati team. Matter of fact, if Brian Kelly ever leaves, Luke Fickle needs to be on the top of one of the coaches they want to talk to to replace Brian Kelly. But, um, you know, Notre Dame deserved to lose that game. And at this point, we're not looking at a playoff, looking at a, you know, maybe a a New Year's Day Bowl. Probably won't even get there. I I can still see two or three more losses coming our way, including this week. Virginia Tech's defense is for real. I don't know. I don't think too much of their offense. But the way Notre Dame's offense is played, the way the Hokie defense is played, I think you could probably lean the total on, on the under here. But I have not seen anything. We're we're far enough into the season. I have not seen anything to say I can believe in my Irish right now, especially when I don't know who the quarterback is this week. I'm hoping it's Drew Pine. But for betting purposes, I have no choice. I'm putting 50 bucks on the Hokies.
0: Wow. Betting with your mind and not with your heart. Good job, Panther. Notre Dame, the last three weeks, played Purdue. The score was 40 points. Played Wisconsin, 54, but we all know that that just got ugly at the end and there were some goofy scores. Played Cincinnati to 37. Virginia Tech's played four games all year. North Carolina game, 27 points. Middle Tennessee State, or Middle Tennessee State 49, West Virginia 48, and last week against Richmond, a combined 31 points. Virginia Tech's 4-0 to the under this year by 15.6 points. Inner Sandman's going to have that place rocking Saturday night. Notre Dame's first true road game following the Florida State game. They haven't been on the road for quite a while. I don't know if they're going to be able to hear themselves think. There's no way they're going to hear themselves talk to each other 47 is a low number for a college football game, but I see this game staying well under that total. I'm not taking a side, but I am taking the under in Notre Dame, Virginia Tech.
2: Uh, 47 is what I saw. So get you get you under 47. I'm not on perfect. This, I'm not on this game. I'll lean Virginia Tech. I don't like this game at all. I couldn't come to a side. Really? Uh, I don't like Notre Dame. I don't really. I think Virginia Tech can probably win, but now I'm off this game. I'll lean Virginia Tech. I'll lean the under, but I got nothing. All right, that's it. We went through all of our lists. That was college football. Zebra, any final
0: thoughts on week six? Week six. You know, I, I had a good first week, and, and I felt pretty good, and then I've stumbled the last few, and trying something a little bit different this week. I'm I'm betting a lot of trends and hoping these trends continue. I know trends are meant to be broken, but I hopefully it's next week and not this week. I got a lot of games going. I got a lot of crappy games going. I, I feel good about this week. I think I'm going to come out with a positive week and turn the season around and start making some bank. All
1: right, Panther, take us home. I'll take you home. You know, i feel still chasing. I think we have a better idea who these teams are. Um, so, I, I listen. You know how I love my favorites. You know how I love to lay those points. I am going to throw out a Panther parlay this week. I'm taking a lot of chalk here, but we're going to lay the 21 with the Buckeyes, lay the 15 and a half with the Bulldogs, and lay the 17 and a half with the Crimson Tide. I think all three of those take care of business, and you can get some value with a parlay there. So I'm uh, I'm on those three, but uh, you guys know the deal. We're hanging around on the website, the app, Facebook, Twitter. Call us out by name, we'll holler back, but most importantly, let us know what you did last weekend, what you're going to do this week, and when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools.
0: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.